Welcome back, everybody, to the Liberty Wall podcast. We are your hosts, Candice Pedraza and Jess Reinhardt. Um, we are recording on Wednesday, uh, September 27th. So one day after the Liberty were able to tie up their uh, semifinals series against the Connecticut Sun. Um, super fun game. It felt like they were able to respond to a lot of the adversity in terms of just like Connecticut's smothering defense in this one compared to game one. Um, it was also just a game a few hours removed from the announcement that Brianna Stewart is the WNBA's most valuable player for 2023, which is awesome. Congratulations to her. Um, but I actually enjoyed watching this game compared to game one. <laughs> so that was really nice. Um, I thought that Benajah Laney was like the star of the show. Very obviously, like she was so clutch for them in the second half. I was super impressed with JJ and uh, Sab's paint scoring. They were like the two leading paint scorers in the game, which is like for JJ makes sense for Sab. That's like awesome that she was still able to find offense in that way. Um, and then for Stewie, even though she didn't have like a super flashy scoring game, she had what, like five blocks, five blocks, five blocks is like the story, right? I think it was her. I don't know if it was her overall career high or just playoff career high. And it was a franchise playoff high. So, yeah, yeah. No, excellent, excellent game from her. Um, And just like all around good vibe game to like get them back on track as they head over to Bohegan Sun um, and go on the road to play Connecticut. Thankfully, they don't have to like hop on a ridiculous charter flight yet. Um, They could just take the bus. So (laughs) they're not too exhausted. Um, Come Friday or Friday. I don't know. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. So what were your thoughts um, being actually in the arena and seeing it for yourself, like how they how they were responding to that game one loss? Yeah. Um. So when the game first started, like crowd was already super into it, was still a little nervous. They were keeping it too close for, for comfort. Right. And there were some flashes of the sun kind of getting wherever whatever they wanted and their defense being a little bit disruptive um i think in slack i was begging for some back cuts from the liberty and still am like connecticut's just so aggressive you got to find ways to exploit that and i mean first half stewie didn't have a field goal so that was wild i don't i didn't even realize that until i got home Sloot started off hitting shots again um if she can go three for four from three every game like that's very solid for the liberty um and i think her ability to keep teams honest really helps spread the floor out if she can still get a defensive player to gravitate towards her because they don't want to give her wide open threes Like, that can unlock a lot. Like you said, Sabrina getting into the paint, scoring on her twos. Like, she, I think in game one, at least at one point, hadn't hit any of her twos, maybe for the game. Um, But, so, like, to see that kind of switch. And it was kind of like an all uh, thread throughout the season about Sabrina just being so much better from three than two. It was kind of wild. But, yeah, I think... 
she did well in like bringing in the floater and also not just looking for the contact because um, again they were definitely letting them play um so sometimes I feel like Sab will go up and just like expect contact and a foul and won't like give it like a legit try to yeah. to score right she's just trying to get to the line um but it seemed like she was a lot more um intentional with the shots she was taking and and it was working no like she loki has a really good float game too i feel like i saw her try mm-hmm. to break that out like one or two times yesterday i was like oh shit why haven't you done this like all season <laughs> do the thing do the thing <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense to me and she's just one of those guards that's like very uh i don't want to say arike-esque just because like arike is definitely the same in that she will just like chuck shots because like she is able to make those but like in the sense of like they're very crafty they're very like they they can get into the paint and wiggle their way in there if they mm-hmm. want to but they know that they have that shot so i understand why maybe sab isn't really looking for that more often but that was so huge um just in terms of being able to break down connecticut's defense um what did you think about i know so i'm like really bad at knowing what i'm seeing in terms of like live games and knowing what plays are being called and whatnot I'm still learning that aspect of the game, but I saw a lot of people's mention that the Liberty had went to zone mm-hmm. defense against Connecticut. Please explain yeah. what that uh, is. <laughs> I, I, it was it was very whenever a whenever a pro team like goes into zone, it's like very jarring to me because it's like that's what we did in like middle school and that's <laughs> what Syracuse does and that's about it. Um, no, but no, like. I what I so I was able to when I go to a game right like I jokingly for years have said that like I black out when I go to games like I just like you did you asked me okay you asked me two days like like two minutes after the game ends oh like remember this play and I'll be like "Mm, nope don't don't remember that uh so I was able this morning to watch a little bit I I just fast forwarded right to the second half um and what I was noticing was, I think the zone forced the Liberty to move and communicate on defense a lot more than they were when they were in man. Um, it it just, the zone requires you to have, to overly communicate because, you know, there, it's not like it's written on the court, like, oh, this is my quote unquote zone, this is where I'm defending, like, so you have to be in constant communication with the one or two players that are in your area to make sure like, okay, they're creeping over to you. You do take them or I, I still got them. And I think that communication um, really, really helped them. And it also put them in a position like there were at least one or two blocks that Stewie had where she was just, she was already on the back line. So then she was just providing some help defense and, they weren't able to get like wide open layups. Stewie was able to block it or just like get in the way. Um, so yeah, I mean, going to the zone, it it worked. Um, and I think sometimes the for me the danger in the zone is giving up offensive rebounds. Thankfully, that didn't um, affect them too much. The Sun did have six total, but I don't know how many of that were when they were in zone. Um, but. I also think it helped them like get out and transition as well. Not only because they were getting stops, but just the way that they were set up, they were able to kind of like the ball wasn't in their zone. They got the turnover. Like they were just able to like 
get out of there. Um, so they went from zero fast break points. I know we talked about this yesterday to 16. So like clearly like, like that's it, right? 16 fast break points. They got 32 points in the paint versus Connecticut's 24. And also going back to the zone a little bit. Um, so I got some stats off synergy. Um, so the Liberty went zone on 29 half court possessions in game two. The Sun scored a point like 0.9 points per possession versus the zone. And then that bumped up to 0.957 points per possession versus man which was about the same as they did in game one, just only against man. There was no zone in game one. Um, So clearly, I mean, it says on on the season, Connecticut scored 0.74 points per possession versus zone and 0.9 versus man in the half court on it. So like clearly Sandy knew what the hell she was doing by going to zone. I, I mean, I did not, again, I was just like, Oh, we're, we're doing zone now. And, I was nervous that the threes were going to start falling for Connecticut That because that's inherently what happens when you go to zone. Tiff Hayes, I mean, oh man, that God. shot that shot is ugly, but it goes in. It works. Yeah. She was on one yesterday. and I mean, she's been on one the whole series so far. Like she was, she was barking at Sab. It was, it was fun. Like I, I kind of uh, missed that. Someone put that in the Slack and I, I didn't see it. So I'm going to have to go yeah. back and watch. I think after she reached like 30 points yesterday, she was like, she can't guard me. Like it was very obvious. That's what mm. she was saying. I'm like, yeah, but like Sab can't really guard anybody. So like, yeah. Just... <laughs> also, you, you only know, got to 30 points. So yeah. And that. it's still a loss. Um, So that's also yeah. something to take into consideration. <laughs> um, no shade. I guess a little shade, but just a little. Anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, back to. Benajelani, like I think mm. her performance was just like literally what the doctor ordered in terms of like what the Liberty were missing in game one, which is very simply hitting shots. Um yeah. He was just to hitting begin the all game, the shots. To begin the game, I think she missed one around the rim, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I was just like, one. oh no, here we go again. Like yeah. we're really repeating game one. But yeah, no, that's all it takes. It's all it I takes. think her and, and Sloot were like like i hate to say like starters are x factors because like that's kind of absurd but like their performances i think were like x factors in terms of like getting them finally going again as a team yeah and Uh, was wide open they just yeah which like i don't blame them but also finally salute's making someone pay for doing that right and as she should i think she had like one crazy pass yesterday i was like what was that um but after that she settled down there was the one um, off that like ended up it was like the off the rim <laughs> and she was it looked like she was like pissed at jj and i was like girl you hit damn near like the box Nothing. like you can't i don't know no why you're mad i don't know what jj was gonna do with that like <laughs> she's like should have jumped for it like oh, oh my god <laughs> i guess <laughs> um yeah no um i yeah like i don't really have much else to really say about the game because it was just kind of like one of those where everything worked that they were trying to do especially in the second half um the first half they looked a little sleepy um to start things out but like second half they definitely picked it up and that looked more like the team that 
you know, was was absolutely killing it post All-Star break in terms of clicking on all cylinders, defense looking elite, and their scoring coming from everywhere and anywhere that they needed it to come from. But I think that Connecticut is obviously not an easy team to play on the road, especially you have now in this other series between Dallas and Vegas, it's looking like maybe Vegas is going to like finish this one up early. Um, I was actually pretty surprised that Dallas wasn't able to pull it out yesterday. Yeah, I saw on the way home that they were keeping it close, but just couldn't, couldn't just, get it. It didn't work out. Um, so I don't know. I, that one I have a little bit of a bad feeling about for Dallas. Because <laughs> um, I really enjoyed Dallas yeah. this season, but... I think it's just meant to be for the Aces to get to the finals. Um, But between Connecticut and New York, I think that there is a good chance that it could go to five um, just based on how they have been playing. Unless New York plays the exact way that they played in that second half for the rest of this series, then I think (laughs) it's going to five. If they play that way, then I I could see them closing out. um, Yeah, I also... Yeah, and I do want to mention um, getting Rebecca Allen in foul trouble like doesn't. Oh my hurt. god, huge! <laughs> so huge like she only played nine. She only played nineteen minutes. So like, yeah, do that again, please. Um, yeah, that was it, it, huge. It very potentially could have been a different game if Beck was still, you know, was able to play her um, normal amount of minutes. Um, so like. Yeah, shout out her. But I also I looked at um I was just looking at the shot charts on the WNBA stats um site and I was like breaking it out by quarters and first quarter Sun uh outshot the Liberty, second quarter, same deal. Then in the third quarter, Sun only shot twenty five percent from the floor, while the Liberty shot forty seven percent. So like that that third quarter that 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 right there is where it was at. Um, I'm interested to see if like I don't I don't see them starting zone. I I don't know. Like, do you just I, start from in the zone from the jump? I don't, I don't know. I saw and I I forget who asked this question um, in the post game, so I apologize. Uh, but somebody asked a really good question to I think Sabrina um about that about going into zone um at some point during a game and she was like yeah like we've only done that like a handful of times this entire season Mm -hmm. um so the fact that it worked this one time like that's awesome might be something to look at but like i don't i don't think that they're gonna start to lean on it unless it gets to that point again where it's like oh so connecticut is making it damn near impossible to play man so I don't know. Maybe, maybe they start out doing it. I also don't see it though. I don't see it in the cards. Yeah, or maybe at least playing the zone last game got them into the, that mentality of like over communicating, like and yeah. what I was saying before. Um, so like maybe like that'll just kind of bleed into like them when they're playing man to man, and like that would fix a lot of the problems as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty wild. Pretty. Hopefully, I mean. I'm sure the sun came into the into this just saying like leave New York with it tied up. Like just don't go down 0-2 yeah. and they'll be happy. Like I think this is pretty much, you know, a win for them. Um so I mean obviously the Liberty kind of have to have the same mentality, but would not hate if they could wrap it up in Connecticut. 
Yeah. But I don't know if I see that happening. Just, you know, having your home crowd and everything. I did see a quick, uh, speaking of home crowds, I saw a quick video. That I think it was like Good Morning America had Stewie on. And um, mm-hmm. they just asked like, you know, what was the biggest difference going like in game two? And and she said the crowd and the crowd was definitely like on one. I think they just it sounded like even the, yeah, even the crowd was like, all right, we let's have a little bit of a sense of urgency here, folks. Like yeah. we got to get we got to get one before they head out to Connecticut. Returning to uh, conspiracy corner. Um, <laughs> I was just about to ask you. <laughs> I believe it was the real Ellie. They did the Ellie snob. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Alicia Keys was in the building. I think she should like put JJ on a song. <laughs> um, yeah, LA Stomp. You know, it was Ellie there. was definitely back. She was back in the building, and coincidence, they won. Weird, they won. So whoever does the Ellie scheduling, figure it out. Figure yeah, it whoever. Out. The OG Ellie is like Ellie A. <laughs> like, please have just, them just stay Ellie there. A. <laughs> like, pay them whatever they want to be at every home game from now on. Like, until they're done or they win the whole thing. Like, please. Yeah. Dope night. One on MVP announcement night. Heading into Connecticut, tied up one one. You've been challenged twice, and you're starting to see the the result of being able to respond to those challenges that's about yeah. it that's all i have i don't know if you have anything yeah. else <laughs> no that's it um cool and in celebration of suey getting mvp athlete logos released some new uh designs yes. which are very dope again mm-hmm. check them out athletelogos.com use code seafoam uh get 10 percent off anything in the liberty co- uh collection and yeah, the the new designs are very very dope. Absolutely, super fire. I am probably gonna cop one next <laughs> week, or if I get any more birthday money, I will definitely there you go <laughs> be copying one. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening again. We will be back after game three is wrapped up. Um, great win. Looking forward to talking about that next road game again. I'm Candice Pedraza, joined by Jess Reinhardt, and we will see you guys soon. Cool. Later.